Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob here. Quick one. This is a rant on criticism and taking criticism, maybe a more direct, no BS view than maybe you're used to from me, which might be surprising. So you'll know I'm a big fan of self-reflection, self-development, emotional mastery or the ongoing pursuit and attempt at emotional mastery. So you'll know my view on criticism, uh, that I believe that it's important, that it helps you grow, that you learn more from your critics than often you do from your fans. Um, You'll know that I believe that uh, it's necessary and it's a test of your own emotional management and mastery, that it often serves you much better than praise. Um, But I'm going to take a little bit of a different view uh, on this short episode. This will go on my podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, by the way. Um, My Rob's Rants episodes are getting pretty much more downloads than all by my biggest guests. So it seems that people like these. So um, forgive me for being a bit direct, but if you can't take any criticism, what the fuck are you doing in your niche? Why are you putting yourself out there in the first place if you can't take a little slap on the chops, a little friendly, friendly slap? And, you know, I'm not one for jumping on the bandwagon of the entitled generation or the snowflakes, because let's be honest, we're all individuals. You can't box us into a society or a generation. That's really not accurate. But if you are worried about doing a live in case someone says, oh, Rob, you've got a little mark on your face or you've got a big, ugly ginger beard or Rich, who's just tuned in. Oh, look at your tattoos. If you're not putting yourself out there because someone might have a little bit of a pop at you then you've got to just man up, woman up, put your big boy or girl pants on and just get out there. Uh, And, you know, I do believe that every winner was once a beginner and every master was once a disaster. Therefore, I do believe even if you're not ready and equipped and experienced now, you can progressively move towards that. But to a certain degree, you have got to have a little bit of steel about you, you know, a little bit of um, you know, focus and attrition and a bit just ignoring some of the uh, naysayers. Um, because like I said earlier in this episode, criticism serves you. Criticism helps you grow. Criticism helps you be introspective and just check on your values and the things that you're doing that they're right. Um, you get some of your best let- lessons and greatest gifts from criticism. So if you look at it like that, you should surely want criticism. So I guess it's the ego the child, the chimp versions of ourselves that is afraid of a little bit of criticism. But there's two elements to this. There's those that are afraid of the criticism, so they don't put themselves out there. You know, they don't push for a sale or stay persistent. They don't speak their mind. They bottle stuff in. So there's the fear of criticism. But there's also the childish unleashing and lashing out and reacting as soon as someone gives us some mild criticism. Something I'm really not a fan of is when people say, oh, fuck the haters, you're a hater, you know, or that you're a troll. 
Well, they don't know what a troll or a hater is. A troll is someone with a fake profile. So a lot of people are calling critics trolls. And if you just go and tell every critic on the planet that they're a troll, they'll become the troll that you think they are. You will manifest what uh, you believe they are, even though they're not. Now, often critics are people reaching out to maybe give you some help and support. They're people who are sceptical and just, you know, want to get things proven first. They're, they're often, you know, just scoping you out, just checking. Often they care about you and they're giving you, you feedback. So if you're like, yeah, fuck the haters, everyone's a hater, then of course you're just going to, you've got to turn them into one. Uh, and look, you're not going to turn every critic. Uh, and I've certainly got quite a few critics who I know I'm never going to turn and that's okay. But there are plenty of critics who maybe in the past I turned into a hater because of my immature response. Um, and maybe more in the present, you can, you can turn into a fan, a follower, a customer. Now, often the skeptics and the critics, once they become a customer, they become a very loyal customer because they're so slow to trust and they're skeptical. Once they trust, then they stay uh, and they're slow to trust others. So you get a very loyal customer, follower or, or client. So <clears throat> there is a lot of emotional responses to critics. Now, I don't want to say juvenile or childish or immature, even though I just did, but I don't want to say that. It's because, you know, we can't help to a certain degree the triggers and our experiences of when we were growing up. And I, some, I know sometimes things trigger me and they make me feel like I did when I was a, an eight or nine year old child. And, that, and so therefore it is kind of semi-childish. But don't just lash out. Don't chuck a load of shit back at everyone who gives you a little bit of a peep or, you know, lose your shit or go back into your shell. Oh, well, I'm never doing a live again because I did a live once and someone said that I didn't look very good. Or why am I wearing red lipstick or, you know, whatever else. Um, or or they, they challenge something I said to create a debate. Now, in addition to your critics being the greatest gifts and servants and educators for you uh, in your business and in your professional and personal life, they are great for algorithms because when a critic goes and makes a comment and other people jump in and then you respond, that, that comment cascades down the most. It draws in more comments and the algorithms like comments. So therefore, the, algorithm, the algorithms give you more reach. But if a fan goes, yeah, Rob, love it, or a fan just watches and doesn't comment on anything, that's not so good for the algorithms. So you want to encourage criticism, the odd troll, the odd hater, and because it's great for the algorithms, the reach, the exposure. And of course, the more that that happens, the more critics you're going to get. Now, there's one thing I can guarantee you. Uh, and Chrissy here has just said they are part of your journey. Now, I think many of us have this illusion, the delusion, the naive fantasy that if we get better uh, or if we create a good product or service or we do something good for the community, that pe more people are going to love us unless people are going to loathe us or critique us or hate us or troll on us. But the reality is the more you put yourself out there, the more that you um, ha have attention, awareness, you know, the more people know you, the more famous, the more of a celebrity you become, the more critics you're going to get, the more trolls, the more haters. By the way, this has just become officially my highest attended live, which is, wow, it's going up and up and up. I don't know what's happening here. Maybe all my critics and trolls are logging in. I love you. I love you. Um, I saw a brilliant um, podcast, no, a Twitter post um, from someone. He's at, I'm actually interviewing him for my podcast. His name is Ben Askren. And he said, hey, look, I, I love my fans. He'd just been knocked out cold in five seconds. The quickest knockout ever. Knocked out cold. And he put a little post saying, hey, my fans, I love you. And also my haters, I love you too. Someone's going to love you losers. And I just thought that was a nice, funny, tongue-in-cheek way of, you know, embracing the critics, uh, the trolls, the haters, the wankers, the, the naysayers, etc." 
Now, if you think about it, are your fans your fuel? Well, they probably are to a certain degree. But my guess is this. Your fuel is the critics, the people who say you can't, the people who say you shouldn't, the people who say you'll fail. Surely they are your fuel. So surely you want them in your life and in your community and, you know, on your videos because they fuel you to, to, to go and prove to the world. Um, and you, you, it's energy. You know, a lot of uh, criticism is actually transmutable, transferable energy into forward um, motion. Now, I, I, I don't know if this is good or not, but I have it anyway. But I have this little Evernote folder. Uh, and in the Evernote folder, um, I, I, the title is What They Said I Couldn't. And every time someone says, you can't do that, you're rubbish at that, you're a loser, they troll me, they give me unfair criticism, you know, whatever, they, you know, they hate on me or whatever, I just put their name in my Evernote folder. Sorry, that's the dog and the postman. Uh, and I just put what they said I couldn't do and I put the feedback that they gave me. Uh, and I can tell you, when I'm feeling down or unmotivated or I'm beating myself up a bit more, I'm feeling just a little bit like a victim, I'll go and get that folder out. Um, because there's what? Probably there's only about 25 names in there that I've built up over 10 years. I mean, there should be two million names with the gob I've got. But then you can go down that list and go, right, I'm going to prove you wrong, prove you wrong. Thank you. That's a gift. Thank you for my energy. Thank you for my fuel. Thank you for my fire. Thank you for my motivation. Go oh, fuck yourself. Here I come. Um, so, yeah. So don't get soft about critics, trolls, haters and wankers. They're a necessary part of your growth. They serve you to keep you humble and in balance. And if you didn't have them, you probably would get a bit out of control, complacent, arrogant. Uh, your service for your business would not be as sharp. You'd focus on sales and not service because you didn't have people keeping you in check. So I have a lot to be grateful for my critics, for my trolls, for my haters, for my wankers. Someone's got to love me, might as well be them. And I know that they won't admit that they love me, but they love hating on me. So in vicariously and indirectly, you love me. You know you love me. Anyway. Um, I could go on for ages. I cannot believe how many people we had on this live. It is a world record for me by like 200%. So thanks everyone for tuning in. Sorry about the dog. He just goes for the postman every time. Um, he's a bit of a brutal Westie. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. If you're on the live, this is going on the um, Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. It's on Spotify and it's on Stitcher and it's on iTunes and everywhere else. Um, and I do a Rob's Rant episode every Wednesday and it looks like I should be getting more on my high horse. Thanks for tuning in.